You are now listening to Wild Talk. Wild Talk is the podcast that discusses the LA Wildcats of the XFL and all Los Angeles sports. Produced by Alex Cauldron. With your hosts, Chris Rico and Gabriel Montoya. Boys, get talking. Hey, everybody, you're listening to Wild Talk. Uh, I am producer Alex, producer of this podcast, and we're here with the co-hosts Chris Rico and Gabriel Montoya. What's up? How's it going, man? That's right. Gabriel Montoya, Gabriel Montoya, whichever version is good. Gabe, you killed my father. Gabriel. Prepare yeah. to die. Montoya, Gabe, Montoya. I know by a lot of names. Gabriel so Montoya. this is the first, the inaugur- inaugural episode of wild talk Brown. and um we haven't even practiced guy no practice we don't need any practice <laughs> nah, dude fuck that we talk about practice straight up <laughs> practice. you know we don't need it I, i'm a friend vogel this shit you guys are gonna be ad and lebron just we're gonna learn as we go on the court okay Deuce. sounds good yeah. sounds who's good. Uh, who's lebron and uh, who's oh that's AD? a good question oh man not definitely i'm definitely probably gay. older yeah. i'm probably older so i'll nah, take who's, <laughs> i think i'm older than you who's, who's, who's taller i mean you guys are I'm, i don't know i'm six two. Oh, he's taller by like half an inch you guys are pretty tall brown kings so half, you know, yeah, half an inch yeah, makes a difference right here, right tall, tall brown kings uh, <laughs> we all are this is the, <laughs> we make a collection of the three tallest brownies in la that's right gonna here. be the, uh, we're gonna go back because there's not very many tall brown dudes no <laughs> We're going to go back in time to 94 and we're going to get a rap group called Tall Brown Kings. Hey, I like it. Damn, I was at a King. wedding last night. I was the tallest guy there. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A bunch of shorties running around. <laughs> Dude, when it, whenever I go to Mexico, I feel like a fucking giant. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. So, um, I, you know what? We, well, you know, the funny thing is we don't know each other. I know Chris yep. and I know Gabe mm. and Chris and Gabe. So, you know what? Uh, why don't, why don't, I'll start. Why don't we say a little bit about each other for the for the for the listeners or listener okay. uh, listeners uh, yeah hi so, mom <laughs> so we have three so anyways I, I'm, I'm Alex Calderon I'm the producer I'm the creative director of uh, Wild Talk and also of a, a, a YouTube channel called First to Five I also produce a uh, podcast called Creative Roundup uh, work in the film industry um, and yeah creative dude so, so what you Rico so uh, Rico work in finance and I uh, produce music on the side and I'm a friend of Alex's. And, he, and now I am a podcast with Gabriel. And no one, no one, <laughs> no one cares more about pro football than this man right here. Oh. I wake Recklessly up. Recklessly speculating. Now I got no facts. I don't, I don't fact check for shit. Bro, <laughs> I watch PFF and like. All from yeah, the heart. Yeah, and watch listen to the NFL like, podcast. Like two days after Super Bowl, he's texting me, only 7,400 days to the draft, bro. <laughs> You're retweeting it mentally. Yeah. You, you read it. Yeah. I read it somewhere. Uh, well, my name is Gabriel Montoya, Gabriel Montoya with Gabe. I go by a lot of names, like I said. Um, but I've had my own podcast for the last couple of years called The Soccer Scoreboard Show, um, where I talked about soccer globally. I cover the LA Galaxy um, for a website called LA Soccer Nation. Um, I love sports. I love football. I love LA. So it seemed like the perfect marriage to me. Yeah, there you perfect. go. Perfect. So. Since, since you guys, since uh, we're trying to build chemistry here, so you know, I'm gonna say a sport, and you guys tell me your favorite team or favorite player. Right. If it's a single person sport, you say the fa- you, you, your favorite player. If it's a team sport, say your favorite team, and then we'll see how much you guys agree. Okay. So, what about baseball? Dodgers. Uh, yeah, definitely the Dodgers. Dodgers. And don't think about it. Make it quick. Okay, hockey. Kings. Kings. Yeah. 
Basketball. Lakers. Lakers. Football? Raiders. Ravens. Ravens. <laughs> Go Lamar Jackson. Purple. Wildcats. Pain. Yeah, Wildcats. Wildcats. All right. Uh, yeah. XFL? Wildcats. Wildcats. That's actually the beauty of the Wildcats. It's funny. As I was driving down here, I saw the, the new stadium, the, the oh, new yeah. Ram Stadium. And I was thinking to myself, like, SoFi or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, oh, like, you know, I'm not a fan of it. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. They're out here. But at least with the Wildcats, I'm like, there you go. Boom. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I definitely feel that. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we have, like, LA Extreme fans who were the I mean, old I, LA team. For, to be honest with you, when the, when the name first got announced, I was a little salty. But after, it grew on me. Uh-huh. Because of that reason? Um, you I, was, want, I wanted the Extreme back. Yeah, yeah. we're champions. LA is a championship team. Nah, Wildcat sounds way better than Extreme, man. Right. And we get to go round. Yeah. It ain't like this. Like this certain <laughs> other teams have like some whack-ass names. <laughs> and, and what did you say? A group of Wildcats? It's called a destruction. A destruction is a group yep. of Wildcats. Like that is badass right there. <laughs> I love that. It's funny because the other day we were, we, were shoot, uh, we were recording a preface to this podcast and uh, we were trying to end it because I kept saying peace. And then Rico was like, dude, we can't end it on peace. So I was like, should, should, should we just growl? Like, <laughs> At the end. Um, I actually, when we had the meeting with the Wildcats people, the front office, I wanted to tell them, like, you know how when uh, the, uh, the Niners score, they had that big bell? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the Vikings, they have the horn. Mm -hmm. I, they should have one for the Wildcats when they score, like a Hell big yeah. ass growl, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it'd be awesome. Right? They just get riled up the fans. They should. Yeah. They should. Definitely should. I just couldn't get it in. Just like, everybody touchdown, wow, <laughs> Wildcats. <laughs> Which, which, which is a which is a good uh, a segue to our to our first segment, uh, XFL news. Insert a sound effect here. Um, <laughs> XFL news. So um, I was looking up, and you know, uh, training camp is right around the corner. I think what not next week, but the week after. I think it starts. Yeah. So by the way, we're gonna have to uh, uh, get out there to uh, where are they training? Costa Mesa. Yeah. Long Beach? I have my uh, I have my sneakers ready to get muddy. I know we gotta get out there and <laughs> catch some passes. When you is know? it this what? I think it's next week, right? Uh, the week after? Yeah, that's not this week. Oh well, no, next week, the week after is Thanksgiving. Okay, then I gotta I gotta check the dates when training camp starts. But next Friday is the supplemental draft. So mm -hmm. I think it was supplemental draft is for players that uh, are not on an NFL are not on a pro football roster or ended their season in you know whatever league they're the, in. The AFL or the CFL or yeah. And uh, they um, they weren't chosen in the inaugural draft. Mm -hmm. And I just found out uh, like 40 minutes ago that they don't have felonies. Right. So apparently uh, Vince McMahon, right, he started the league. He said that he didn't want people with uh, felonies to play in the XFL. So that's a legitimate rule. But misdemeanors are okay. Hey. We know in football, there's <laughs> quite a bit of them walking around. <laughs> Miles Garrett just fucking Ma Miles Garrett, okay. blasting somebody in the head with his helmet. But it is a second chance, and I think that that's what XFL's hinging and hanging their hats on. You know, as is it being a second chance league, and I think that's a really good thing to, you know, show these players that they have a soft landing spot. Yeah. You know, even though the NFL might not want them, or they have might have a black scar on their record, or something like that, it's a good soft landing spot. It'd be interesting in the future when it's not. Like this, you know, second chance where it's an actual chance. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When it's a first choice, like we were talking yeah. about before the show, it could be a first choice for some players coming out of college. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe even uh, bypass college. 
Yeah. <laughs> wow. We well, can get to that for that could be a topic for another day. Mm. But definitely um, something alternative to um, D1, maybe in the future. What? Like XFL. go straight to XFL? From oh, high dude, I, I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. I think because uh, if you're one of the, think about it, if you're a top five like top, uh, five star recruit, you could probably make the you know the high scale tier one. Yeah, because what I notice is is in, for the in, the in the inaugural draft they bypassed a lot of some some veteran. Uh, and ex NFL talent, and they kind of had like a youth movement. They went with a lot of young players. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's funny because young, the, youngish. The, the players we're about to talk mm-hmm. about, as far as the supplemental draft, they're not. <laughs> not <laughs> None of them not. are young as fuck. <laughs> so the supplemental draft takes place this Friday, November twenty second, and uh, we kind of outlined some players that um, have some, I guess, decent names that are still out there available. Yeah, recognizable. You know. Played yeah. fantasy football for long enough in deep leagues. You should know some of these names. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll read out the name and you guys tell me what you think. So uh, somebody who played in my my form or my team, uh, the Tennessee Titans, uh, wide receiver Kendall Wright, which mm-hmm. I thought he was a decent receiver. I thought that was a basketball player when I saw his name. <laughs> <laughs> he does have kind of a basketball. There's name, there's like right? a, a Vincent Wright or something like that. Did he play for yeah. Miami or or Wendell Wright? Lorenzo or Wright. Something like that. I don't know. We'll get it right eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Pun intended. Row. I think my I think my uh, memory of Kendall Wright was we went to watch Titans Raiders at James's place. Oh yeah, and and Kendall Wright it was like that was his breakout game where they thought oh he was about this is like his come out mm-hmm. season. It's back in like twenty twenty thirteen. Yeah, and now we think he's a basketball player. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was in the supplemental draft. Uh, did this guy have like a did he have a fennel? No. Uh, 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 record? Yeah. I'm not sure. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see how these receivers in the NFL, you know, like we talked about here, it's slot receiver, but how they translate to the XFL. Like, will they be able to be a dominant, you know, outside guy, whereas yeah. in the NFL they were known as a slot receiver probably because they had a better wide receiver at the time. Well, Kendall Wright has a, to me anyways, my opinion, has an outside receiver frame build. It's just he didn't have the speed. Mm. He's a big guy? Yeah. He's a, well, he's he's not a, he's no, not a he's, small he's guy. He's 5'10". He's not a small guy. 5'10", 185. But he's, he's like lengthy. You know, he, mm. he's, he can make those catches. I, I can see him on the outside. He's, but he didn't have the speed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think in the XFL, obviously, everybody's going to be a little bit... I mean, they're not going to be NFL speed. So he might be able to dominate because of that. And then his experience. You know, he's he's 30, so he's got, you know, some experience under him. And hopefully he can go into a team and, and bring that. Do you think he'll be a star, though? It depends which team he goes to. I mean, I know that they did the draft. and um, I can see that. I can see if he goes with the, what's called uh, Landry. What team is that on? That's on Dallas, right? Yeah, the Renegades. Yeah, um, I can see Landry and you know the, some guys that have had an ex- NFL experience. Mm-hmm. I can see that you know mixing well. I think St. Louis is a little uh, uh, receiver light too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they can still obviously build other players that are maybe younger, but yeah, uh, it's something that we're maybe they can go at. So uh, that's interesting can, because you, like you're talking about building players like that are younger but the real thing is xfl has to hit the ground running like they can't wait for players to develop they have to put like who's yeah. talented who yeah, yeah, and, yeah and who people know so like if someone sees kendall wright and like you know knowledgeable football fans might be like oh i know who that is they might tune in as opposed to you see like joe bob out there and you're like i don't know but he has a future 
It's like, well, I'm not watching XFL to see the future. I want to see entertainment now. Well, that's what they were talking about in the, in the, not the first podcast, but we were saying how um, one thing about the NFL, it's like star driven, right? Mm-hmm. You want to, you want to know the players you, you know, you go watch. Unlike we went to an AAF game, mm-hmm. we went to go see the San Diego Fleet, and uh, just watching like quality football with players you don't know, it, it you know it makes a difference. So I, I do agree with you know. If, Kindle writes a name that people are kind of familiar with, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But at the same time, like, uh, I've, I ran into some of the receivers for the Wildcats. Mm-hmm. They're like big dudes, man. They are. Oh, yeah. We got some size on the Cats. So, so we definitely, so we definitely, we need some star power. And but the question is, is it going to be made or is it going to be drafted or are we are we gonna have a, a a new who hate me or is it gonna be a <laughs> and the, the funny thing is we laugh because it's funny because that, that the whole I remember that like it was yesterday that whole moment when uh, I, I forgot her name the reporter asked what you know what does it mean and he's like oh he hate me he hate me he hate me but Ross Smart I mean he he had it like yeah he legit had it even for years after the NFL and he electrified the crowd mm. I mean because he he was a speedy guy you know he ran back kicks he he definitely played. He was a player that put himself in like special teams and also moments to get the ball in the open field to make crazy plays. I mean, look what he did in, in, with the Carolina Panthers. But he became a name, right? Now, yeah. when you heard Rod Smart for those years with the Carolina Panthers, you thought, he hate me. Mm. That became a star. And that was like a made star. But I don't remember many other other than Tommy Maddox. And that's, that's it, really. I remember two players from the XFL. Mm-hmm. So... What what's more valuable, a, a commodity or creating something from scratch? But you have two years. That's that's the thing right there. That's the kicker is how much time do you have? Maybe if it was a product that was guaranteed for longer, you know, you could get that fan investment of of sticking with someone, having more patience. But it's like, dude, we have to hit the ground. We have to put players now because we want to extend it after two years. But you also don't want to be the league that just has like washed up ass players. You know what I mean? True. Hundred percent. Like so, you want some quality football out there. Like well, one of the names we're talking well, about particularly. Gonna, yeah, I was gonna bring up a name next. Talking about star power is, I've I've followed this guy's career or, uh, you know, like I mean it hasn't been deep, but because of the uh, of Netflix fame, I watched Last Chance You. So Ronald Ollie, who who was on the the uh, the, uh, the Raiders, is uh, they drafted him, right? No, they didn't draft him. He came in a uh, free agent. Oh, okay. Somebody draft. I forgot how he. But no, he, no, he's just a, he was a free like a he, undrafted free agent. He was on the last chance. You uh, yeah. and then he went to a D one school, right? And uh, I, I, I've been following him, and his name keeps popping up. You know, especially every time a season of Last Chance You pops up, there some articles, like 15, 20 articles, comes up of where are they now from everywhere <laughs> from the first season, and it hasn't been that many seasons. I think we're like four now or three or four. Something so. Like He's a name. He's yeah. a name people, especially the reality show people will follow, and maybe more of the casual TV fan, not necessarily the football fan. But, I mean, I saw him on Hard Knocks. He does, he is a great athlete, but he wasn't NFL level. Nah, dude. Well, he he played pretty decent in the preseason. Um, he shined a bit, but he was just lazy. He just gave up, remember? Like uh, not work ethic. Yeah, he just had really shitty work ethic. He missed his training. Uh, yeah, you know, with the trainer, his right. session with the trainer. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, you dude, you're a professional. You got to, you know, you got to get it going. So I think with him, it's just attitude. And this is literally his last chance. And he's like, yeah, this is <laughs> yeah. The- this is like the last one. So last last, his, chance, his, last last yeah. last last chance. Yeah. <laughs>
But he's young, right? He's like twenty in his twenties, so he has to be in his 20s. he's really he's young. Like, yeah. He's like right out of school, so he's supposed to be like twenty three. I mean, he was in the combine and, and he he put up great numbers. It's just his work ethic, like you said. Well, I didn't know his work ethic back then. I knew there was some issues, but again, it's somebody that I follow because of the name. But mm. like, obviously, like it's more of a casual following. Yeah. If you would have made him on the team, I definitely would have watched. But if you really think about it, if he was really that talented with shitty work ethic, he kind of would have stayed on a roster or yeah. get picked up by a roster. And like the fact that he's neither that, you know what I mean? And this is his chance. Yeah. Well, they talk yeah. about motor, right? Like every NFL yeah. player has, needs to have like a nonstop motor. So that's, I know a lot of players who aren't as skilled who we watch every weekend in the NFL, but they are just like, go, 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 yeah, go, exactly. like run through a freaking brick wall. But with no skill, with no awareness, but they're doing exactly what the coach says, and that's who they want. They want guys who they'll tell them to run through a brick wall, and they won't question it. And unfortunately, some guys are like, you know, they just ask a simple question, like, why, why do you want me to do that? You're out. Like, I don't want people to question me. You're out. Yeah. Like, so, uh, I remember I, there was this uh, uh, kid I used to work with who he he wasn't uh, very smart technically. I mean, we work in a kind of a tech tech you know tech environment, tech company, and there was this kid who didn't really know much. Um, he thought he did, but he didn't. But he he would do everything that else. That I mean, he would take out the trash. He would do anything you asked him. For. And I remember I, I asked my boss, like, why do you keep him around? He goes, you always need a dude that will do everything mm. on your team. You need a guy that will clean it up. He's, you know, a guy that, that's smart enough to do the the that, like the basics, the basics mm. and then doesn't have a chip on his shoulder and will get his hands dirty when you need. So, yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, some of the guys that know they're talented, like, I mean, we've seen it before, right, with, with – with talented, lazy players. Yeah. I mean, you have your hype man around you, you got your crew around you, and, and, you know, they're pumping you up your whole life. Nobody ever tells you no. Everyone's just telling yeah. you you're destined for this, you're destined for this, you're destined for this. And one day you go to a camp and someone's like, you don't got it. But <laughs> this one actually seemed more like a, a mental thing, mm -hmm. you know, just going off, like, from what I saw in Hard Knocks. I think in his mind he thought he wasn't cutting it because, you know, again, it's probably all the odds were stacked against him as far as, he was not drafted and but yeah i think with him it was more a mental thing like like he gave up yeah like, like he just you thought can... you know what why even go through this mm -hmm. that's to, weird yeah all right um so what about michael bowie i remember him he's a uh i went to tackle for the uh seahawks he you know he won the super bowl with them and he he was on the bench i remember he started because they had they had injuries that year at, on their front line and he came in and you know he he filled the plug the holes nicely, but he just never got his chance to shine because he always got he got hurt. So I mean, he's still young enough uh, to come back. And we were talking about this casually the other day. Well, he's, he's not. He's not that. He's twenty eight. I'm looking at six right now. four three ten. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that's not like all fat. <laughs> no, <laughs> that dude is gonna be a monster. I mean, and in O line play, I yeah, mean, we said true. It's it's. The, the 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 talent drop off is going to be steep. Yeah, you're going to yeah. have your good O line players, and then it's going to go. Right. Well, dude, if you're a good O line player, you know, and especially if you put tape, you know, ten games for NFL teams. Yeah, that's good. So they're scouting during that time anyway. Yeah. The season's going to be going. <laughs> like, would it be worth for like Coach Moss to take a flyer on, on this guy? Like, you know, I mean, he knows the. I mean, they know. The, I think so for veteran presence. Yeah. You know, I think it's good. He's 28. You know, he's definitely been on a championship team, so he has that kind of pedigree with on him. But I think so. You know, from what I've heard, he's he's injury prone, right? Like the sustain. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and and Coach Moss is big on leadership, so 
um, bringing a leadership presence, somebody that's won a championship and knows what it takes, somebody that's come in, you know, with the mentality like, you know, one player drops and next next man up. Uh, maybe that's a, that'll be a good presence to have in the locker room. Yeah, and then yeah. he had he had charges dropped against him too. Like they he had this whole domestic violence thing. Really? Yeah, and they but they dropped the charges. But it's just like it's so easy for now for people to accuse yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> but he hasn't played since 2016. He hasn't played in the league. so He hasn't? Maybe it's good for his injuries to heal? Yeah, that definitely. So we'll see. I mean, like we were talking yeah. about, this is a great soft landing spot for some of these players, and it's up and coming, and people are going to be very interested when it first starts. So, uh, But it's not going to be a, like a walking apart for someone like Michael Bowie when you have kids that are even, you know, young kids that are hungry as shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but if you're a monster, yeah. though, man. If you're, if you're that monster, yeah, I mean that's up to him, you know. Yeah, what's he gonna put on tape? Here's a here's a name that I remember: Fred Davis from a uh, uh, tight end. Uh, he played. I, I think last. I remember. I remember him when he was with the Redskins. Yeah. Yeah, that's his last. He's very athletic. Yeah, I, I remember that. He was like, uh, he's not one of these huge like clunky tight ends. He was more yeah. of a like a in between. A wide receiver, like a uh, like an Anquan Bolden, like Anquan Bolden got it, got it, got could it. maybe Aaron have played Wallet. tight end, yeah. right? If if you read any of the articles that came out during the first draft, he was a name that got brought up a lot, and uh, it was surprising that he didn't get drafted. Mm. This guy's a little older though; he's thirty three. Yeah, that's and I think that's why he didn't get drafted. Do you think it's good for the XFL to have, you know, people at this age? Like I know they have some kind you, of star power, but you need. I think not only star power, but you need a veteran presence in the locker room. And he's a USC kid. Yeah. Well, he's not a kid anymore, but he's a yeah. USC grad. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you enter with all rooks, or you enter with all – you need somebody to, like, be able to, to lasso it in, you know, to, to – uh, I I go back to – and this is funny because this is comedy, but I go back to, the, you know, the scene in Bull Durham when everybody's asking uh, Kevin Costner about how it is in the majors and the bigs. You need somebody that's done it to be able to, like, tell – people who are looking for that second chance – it's good to have somebody there in the presence that did that and not a second chance. Did it the first time to tell them this is what it takes to make it. Yeah. Actually, uh, this is a name where I'm, sur- I'm surprised it's on this list because I really thought it w- he would have been done by now. But Trent Richardson, I mean, he had 10. <laughs> Dude, that has to be the biggest joke out of all these. Fucking- <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. Oh, I saw the name. I, I did like a double yeah. take. I was like, bro, but, <laughs> bro, he's had more chances than but, <laughs> but I did the same. I did the same thing when he was in the AAF. Remember when he was like leading the league in touchdowns? Oh, like, yeah. For like, Alabama, right? Yeah, I was yeah. like, he's still here. Like, and not in a bad way, just like I would think that he mentally, because I'm pretty sure he's had opportunities to do other things. Oh, dude, he, he was given plenty of chances. Yeah. Even his last one with the Raiders, yeah, I, I think, think he was given. And I don't think he's like, like he's doing because of the money, right? He's more doing it because he wanted. But he's already, dude, he has to be. Wait, let me he's see like a, he's like an Alabama grad too. Yeah. So he has like that whole reputation. Yeah. What is he, 29? He has that shitty ass hairline. <laughs> come on man what happens if the wildcats pick this dude up he's gonna come in here he's gonna yeah, like, no he'll probably beat my ass dude <laughs> definitely beat my ass i mean because he's stocky as hell like I, I like trent when he was in the league it's just it's been a while um i think i think he had his best second chance when he was with the cowboys right that one half season yeah no. he was selected by the browns and then he went to the colts, colts. no no he selected to the colts and he went to the browns no Vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. I remember him mostly at the Colts. And I think he did a stunt with the Ravens too, didn't he? Trent Richardson? Yeah. He was like, uh, I, I think he was like a third option. Like he, they picked him up and I think they dropped him. 
Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. So he was with the Raiders and the Ravens. Yeah. And then he was waived on August 2nd. Okay. So, so, yeah. He and was, then, so it looks like he went to CFL and then he did the, the Alabama for AAF. I think I think he could still crush it. I think he could definitely be one of those names that definitely, you know, if if he's with the Wildcats, that's, that'd be dope, you know, because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a guy like that talented, he can definitely do some damage in XFL. Don't beat us up, Trent. <laughs> you come, you come <laughs> on the show. Don't I did. I was all on Trent when he was with the Raiders. Like like he I was, was really old, but was. then you know those pictures where they showed where he was missing these big ass gaps. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like hard, you know. So this is a name that I, I I've I read or the, the name that's been brought up by different blogs that I'm I'm not I'm not, I don't know who he is but he plays for my Canadian team the Toronto Agronauts shout out to the Agronauts, mm. um, Freddie Bishop third he's a edge rusher six sacks this season this last season in the CFL forty tackles, oh. but um and this is something that I I've been heard asked can will the skill level be at the same will you be able to bring CFL level will they translate on the field in the XFL. Well, it seems like this guy's like a journeyman. Like, it looks like he definitely keeps going. So. It's a weird question to ask because you're already, like, you put, you're already putting standards to what the XFL is going to look like. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, are they going to be able to play the XFL standards? Like, well, what does that look like? I don't know, but it sounds like it's going to be legit. It, it, well, I would say the only reason, not the only reason, one of the reasons that, that I think standards are starting to form is because. I think teams are going in with legit coaching staffs. Mm. Oh hell yeah, dude! Ours, is, ours is good. I mean, they're even asking, you know, Bob Stoops about is he gonna leave already? He hasn't even coached the fuck. He hasn't even coached one day, and they're asking him. Oh, what, what, with Florida was it? They're asking him if he's gonna leave to like you know to it's a college team, right? Yeah, to a college team. Yeah. yeah, and I mean they're already trying to poach coaches that haven't even coached yet. So I think that our coaching staffs are legit. Uh, our front offices are legit, and that's. That's setting a precedent already, which they're gonna hold the standard. Whatever the whatever the talent level is that we put out there, mm -hmm. it's gonna be held to a certain standard. Now yeah. that's a variable still. That's the unknown, but at least you know that unknown's gonna get held to a certain standard, or we're gonna bring in you know yeah. other players. Yeah, I think that standard just gets most like like the NFL too. I think that standard just gets most tested when injuries start to mount. You know so. We'll see how it goes. Sports news. So we're going to talk about some regular sports now, not just XFL. But um, we Los actually, Angeles sports. Actually, we're watching the Laker game right now, but the Rams game just finished. The Rams beat the Bears. Yeah. Actually, let me see the Bears. The yeah. Bears. The Bears, who can't score the points again. <laughs> the Bears. I, as a Raider fan, I love the that the Bears lose because yeah. that just means that pick is oh, going up. 73 right. to treat yeah, the Bears. Oh, you guys have a, a pick for uh, yeah, Khalil Mack. That's right. But fuck Leo Mack. We got Max Crosby now. Dude, yeah. Four sacks a day. <laughs> so, Against uh, the Bengals. So keep playing Mitchell Trubisky is what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Keep playing play. You know what? Just, yeah. Well, I feel, I feel bad for Chicago Bears fans though, man. Yeah. They had so much hope and yeah. then they missed field goals last year. Oh, no, Bears. <laughs> They're like, we but, can make field goals this year. We just can't score the damn ball. <laughs> but the Rams, man, I don't know. That offense is looking... I don't know. Sus. They scored 17 points against a Bears team that is decent, you know, defensively. Yeah. But you're at home. Like, you got to right. put on a show. Like, last year, Prime that was time, the thing. Yeah. They put on a show. Exactly. No, they were entertained last year. Remember the yeah. game against the, the Chiefs? Chiefs? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a great game. But this on a primetime. First off, I don't even know it was a primetime game. It was weird. 
Could have flexed that one out. Yeah. Definitely put the Raiders Cincinnati Bengals. Nah, Ra- <laughs> Ravens Texans. No, actually, the Ravens Texans would have been a good Sunday night game. Who, who won the Raider game? Really, bro? I, dude, I don't know. What was the score? Uh, 17, you, 17, 10. You got it. Okay, and you're like, really, bro? It was a one-score game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, a, <laughs> it's a one-score game, and you're like, really, bro? Um, the Ravens, did, the Raiders shut that down. <laughs> did the Chargers play? They played tomorrow Mexico City against the Chiefs. Oh, shit. And, yeah. and, 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 Mexico. Damn, Mexico. Oh. Señor, like, Señor like, Rivers? <laughs> Señor uh, Rios? El, el Comandante. Felipe Rios? Felipe Rios. Philip Rivers, <laughs> Rivers is a really good dude. He, uh, a friend of mine, her uh, boyfriend's dad was passing away, yeah. a coworker of mine, and yeah. he, um, he sent me, like, so we were trying, she wanted to get an autographed jersey by Philip Rivers, and uh, so I did some research. We ended up getting his, long story, I'm not going to say how we got it, but he sent us a video, uh, you know, saying, hey, man, I feel bad for you. So... My hat's off to Phillips Rivers. Oh, that's nice. He is a nice guy. That's dope, dude. Yeah. So he reached out? He reached out. Yeah, definitely have that video. That's cool. Yep. You got to respect players like that. Super know. respect They don't have to do it. No. But now he's in Mexico City. Yeah. We'll see. I <laughs> Probably mean, not eating the meat. <laughs> the, the Felipe Chiefs, Rios. The Chiefs need to throw up some wins, man. They're six and four. No, nah, man. Fuck those guys. Hope they lose, too. <laughs> I know. It's just they're... I, I thought when Mahomes went down, I was like, they're done. They're done, but he bounced back. He bounced back quick. I think. Well, one thing about the Chiefs is they're built like the Packers, where if your quarterback's down, you're it just you know all the glaring holes that you had. Yeah, come out once your top guy goes down. Definitely. Like they're. Not, it's not like the Saints where it's like you know remove Breeze, put another guy in Bridgewater. Yeah, exactly. Teams just rolling. Um, no, those teams. Yeah. I'm looking at the NFL. I'm looking at all the Patriot quarterbacks that are around the NFL right now, and I'm just like, that disgusts me. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. They're Jim- all winning the same way, too. Yeah. 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 Well, Jimmy Garoppolo, I think he almost lost the game yeah. for them, and then he won the game for them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the Lakers are playing right now. They're uh, crushing uh, the Hawks. The Lakers. Yeah. So the, the, they'll probably win tonight. Well, so- the Hawks have an interesting story because they got blown the fuck out. Last night, yeah, by the Clippers, by the Clippers, by fifty points, by yeah, one fifty, yeah, that just was, you know, unheard with, of without right? Kawhi, yeah, yeah, just yeah, just yeah, with Paul George, with Paul George, when the Clippers put it together, man, I mean, I don't think there's any other way to see it. If everybody stays healthy on both teams, it's gonna be Laker Clippers conference final. Oh, dude, that's gonna be so much fun. Seven game series like that, Lakers Ooh. all day, every day. Dude, but the Lakers look good. I, I like the way that they're playing. I know that they, you know, had a, a questionable loss last week, I think it was. Yeah, against Toronto? Yeah, but it, Toronto looked good. I mean, they have, you know, you just well, have they matchups. Lot, they got a lot to prove, though. You Siakam? Know? Yeah. yeah, but you got, you know, you just match up bad against certain teams. And I think Toronto had so many wing players, and the Lakers aren't strong on the wings necessarily. Um, and they were just able to outrun them. Basically, the whole second half when they came back into the game, it was like, Long shot, long rebound, uh, outlet pass, and boom, layup. Yeah. Like, layup, layup, layup. And these guys are like six foot seven going against our guards who are a little bit smaller. Dude, um, uh, Marcel Folk, was it Mar- is it Marcel Folks? Markel. Markel Folks. He's with the Magic now? Yeah. And yeah. he and he can play basketball all of a sudden? All of a sudden, he made like th- two threes today. He yacked it on there two guys. There he is, right there, talking to, uh, to uh, the um, 
I don't even know who that is. Oh, the guy from the NBA desk. Yeah, he looks like a NBA TV. Yeah, how did those guys make it t- yeah. <laughs> to that level of media? <laughs> they gotta know their stuff. They start yeah. off with uh, like XFL podcasts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is where they start off. He's living the dream. Ground zero, dude. <laughs> living. This the is when he yaks it on him right here. That's the game-winning play. What? Because they were only up by three at that point, and there was like twenty seconds in the game. Yo, he intercepted that himself and took it down. Yeah, yeah. and one. Boom. Damn okay. it! With, with with the Kings, he can buy a career. Wow! No, with the Sixers. Oh yeah, Sixers. Sixers. My bad, Sixers. Yeah, and then they Same traded shit. him. And I I just feel bad for that guy because you know he got so much pressure on you. And, yep. But then, how bad do you really feel? He's the number one draft pick. Like, obviously, everybody thought the world of you, and you have some you know something to uphold. And anyways, that's not but, LA. Yeah, it's, but, not it's, LA. Not, it's not LA. It's not LA. And B, it doesn't matter because none of these teams are going to win the championship. It's going to be the Lakers or the Clippers. Probably the Lakers. Yeah. Most likely the Lakers. Lake show. Um, I think so because even you were saying about matchups, I even think you match up Lakers and Clippers. The matchup would be Paul George and uh, Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. you know, and still I, I'll take Anthony Davis over a matchup over, you know, yeah. PG. But. Or Paul George and, and Danny Green. That's actually a good matchup because Paul George would need to chase him around defensively. Yeah. And then LeBron Kawhi would be nice. But in this game, in, the, in NBA nowadays, like it's all about switches. So I, I've never seen so many superstars call out for switches against good defenders. Like I remember watching Kobe. He's like, I want your best defender. You, right? That's I, what I'm yeah. saying. I don't want to switch. I want to take Raja Bell inside and I'm going to punish him because I want your whole team to watch what I do to this man. Yeah, but that's a, that was a different time. <laughs> unless it was, you know, unless it was Ruben Patterson. Oh. <laughs> the Kobe stopper. The Kobe stopper. Um, and uh, speaking of uh, more LA sports, uh, the Dodgers are in the news again, but for you know for for weird butt hurt reasons. Um, not saying the Dodgers are butt hurt, but people are butt hurt of this Astros cheating scandal. I've seen some videos online. I've seen some videos on YouTube and just some on Twitter, and it does it does look like there's uh, there's there's legs to this rumor. Yeah. Um. Uh. But it's almost definitely, but it's just a rumor as of right now. Though. Oh no, they're investigating it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely got investigated. I, I think that, I think they're gonna find something because it just it all even co- inconsequential evidence. It, it's every game gets recorded. So wait, can you give the backstory to it though? So they set up cameras uh, to steal signs. 2017. 2017. But, but, but they found out because of an email some guy no, sent out. No, they right? found out because of an ex-player. Well, but no, but this had already come out. They had already been, they had already been caught stealing signs that season. Okay. And before, but it wasn't like a, a full-on thing. It was like specifically for like they had been caught by a team stealing signs and using cameras a season before, and then uh, a couple people called them out for it. Boston called them out for it. Boston said they steal signs. Um, a bunch of people called them out, but it didn't have it wasn't it didn't have legs because uh, there was no there was no evidence. Now there's uh, people from inside the organization that played with them that's that what season. happened right Some, yeah you know, something are, came out yeah, yeah a, a pitcher i think it was a, like a, a relief pitcher a relief pitcher's admitting that they were stealing signs they had cameras set up and then they would have signals bell mm-hmm. depending on where they were if they were a home or away they, they would have bells um clacks whistles. they would have they have they would have different whistles um also like wood clicking like like, like hits they would change it up so it become it wouldn't become a pattern right so you wouldn't be able to to, to figure it out yeah. but you could tell, like, and it repeats itself when when the pitcher when the catcher calls, you know, number one a fastball. There's a certain thing that happened over and over again. A certain sound that happened over again when, when he change up or whatever it was. But this is supposed to be during the World Series. It happened during the whole season and during the World Series as well. So it happened every series. But I mean, 
It I happened during. It happened during the regular season. It like happened. If they catch them cool, but let me be honest too. Like what's? I mean, they still lost. <laughs> Nothing. I I think it'll yeah. just be an asterisk. You know. On yeah. Their, I mean, on their, I, yeah. I don't. I don't want it's a World like, Series I, ring. I don't want that World Series ring that way. No. But it does suck. It yeah. does suck because Kershaw. They they there's a lot of evidence on that game five where Kershaw led up that three run lead and the four yep. run lead, and they were showing those videos and clear as day. You could hear the whistles. They were talking about like. You know, they're leaning over the dugout wall and like two hands over the wall means something and no hands over the wall means something. And the video evidence is showing it and you're just watching it and you're just like, holy shit, like this is happening. Like it's really happening. And it it was, it isn't just one like one off play. It's every at bat. Yeah. And, and a pattern consists of whether it's a, a, it's a one, it's a two, it's a change of whatever it is, their pitches. So they were, you know, you still got to hit the ball. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like PEDs, right? Like, like people hear, well, you know, a P- steroids doesn't help you see a fastball or doesn't help you hit a curveball, whatever, you know? You still got to hit the ball. But if you know what he's throwing, I mean, most of these pitchers are swinging before they see the ball anyways. But at the same time, like... Uh, Sorry, what, most of these batteries. But, but wouldn't, wouldn't it just be a complete blowout then? You still got to hit the ball. Like I'm saying... It's, I, yeah, because what I'm saying is, from what I remember, the series was... Kind of close, right? Well, yeah. Well, if you look at it, yeah. that you, game was like 13 game, 12. Yeah. If yeah. you look at it, it could have been a blowout. The Dodgers kept coming back. Right. The oh, Dod- I hear what you're saying. Yeah. It could have been the other way. They yeah. could have been a sweep for the Dodgers, yeah. you know? No, no, just, <laughs> no, just because, you, just because you, you're calling the pitches doesn't mean that you're going to call what, what happens when, when we bat, you know? That's the yeah. whole thing about baseball. The Dodgers stayed in it. Yeah. You know, unbeknownst to them, they were, they were, they were actually getting cheated and stayed in it. Um, if, if you if you if you hear what um, some people you know, especially on the AL, are pissed because they felt the Yankees got cheated out. Of, if the Yankees feel cheated out of the World Series bid, <laughs> <laughs> the evil empire. <laughs> yeah, we get we we feel cheated out of a World Series win. Yeah, I mean, and, that, but, that, and that messes up uh, Kershaw's legacy too. Because yeah. if he would have won that World Series as the Game Five pitcher, like you know, he turns that whole series around for them. Then all of a sudden, you're talking about Kershaw as not only not the postseason failure, but the best yeah, true, pitcher yeah. of all time. You know, I mean, it is what it is. You can't go back and replay that game. Yeah, that's the only way to make it better. I, I wouldn't want to take that because you don't. We still don't know in, in a fair up game. Do we beat them? But because they they still had hitters. They're mad talented. Oh yeah, yeah. they were really good. But yeah. they, they didn't allow it to happen. Yeah, they. I, I, I think if they find all the evidence that they, th- I think a civil a civil lawsuit could be coming up for the yep. Dodgers. Yeah, you know and. I'd be all for it. I mean, yeah, yeah. sue them. Fuck the shit. Sorry. <laughs> take take as much money as you can from them. But if you, I mean, if you, if you look at it this way, um, they're a talented team that has Hall of Famers on their squad. Mm. They're probably the best at that year. They were the most talented team, and they're still not confident enough to go head up with the teams. Yeah. What does that tell you about them? They're mental midgets. You know. Yeah. They're 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 pathetic people. They shouldn't. To me. The whole asterisk of people using PEDs, uh, not getting in the Hall of Fame, is not because of the PEDs. It's because of you have what it takes, and you still are not confident enough. Mm-hmm. That yeah, makes you well, that, that makes you a weaker player, not the PEDs. But the fact that you were Barry Bonds or you were you were Mark McGuire, who already was a fucking you know monster. And you need this. It's just PDs make the fucking sport so much more entertaining. It does. <laughs> I, I've said on the record before, just been like, let everybody take them. Yeah. Just now, go at it. That's the thing. Now, if they want to, you know, to me, they want to be forgiven. Everybody wants to forgive the PED people. Anybody who confessed, forgive them. Because I'm cool with it. But it's the people that still, it's like, it's like Ryan Braun. 
who who wanted to get that dude for the UPS driver fired for his tainted test and it comes out that he really did he really did cheat dude come on you well, try they, to get a dude fired or yeah, you got a dude yeah. fired from his job because because you couldn't even fess up just fess up just fucking fess up so you think Payne Manning should fess up too Payne Manning's not on PDs <laughs> well that's that was a rumor remember that he was on during his noodle arm years? yeah uh, no I think it was like uh, man I forget what year but he was, he was getting no, yeah, he's on the Broncos, but he was getting sent PEDs and supposedly he was sent to his wife. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a whole scandal about that. Okay. But, I, I, well, I don't I, know. I, I, I'm de- like, 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 dude, half the t- half the leagues are still on PEDs. The the, yeah. the the only the ones that get caught are like the ones that are sloppy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm saying like, if you get caught, just be like, you know what? You got me. Cool. Hey, I'll take a couple years off the media. It's just to me, it's funny the the length of the suspensions. Like some guys get four games. Some guys get like a whole season. Depends you know on how I mean? many how many times you've got caught. Yeah, how many offenses. Oh, okay, that makes sense. All right, well, sorry. That, I mean, you know, as much as I wish we could have won that World Series, I, I wouldn't want one now. I just, you know, but just put an asterisk by it. Sue them, take all their money, make them, you know, make them not be able to afford any players for like 10 years and let's go it's move a, forward. It's put us in a weird place as Dodger fans. Like, we used to enjoy watching regular season. And no. now it's almost like, well, like wake us up when we get to the playoffs again. Like we're gonna blow this anyways. <laughs> like just like it, it almost feels like we're becoming cultured fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all these other franchises who were so used to losing for so long, we made fun of them. Now we're at what, like a thirty-year drought. Yeah. So yeah. we're starting to feel that kind of like, oh man, like this is never gonna happen. We had the best team ever the last three years and the best record in baseball, and we still can't get this done. Especially if that well, window closes too. Well, the good thing is the Wildcats are going to win a championship. Hey, year one, dude. Yeah, because you know why? Because of, of our coaching staff. Dude. I think we have the best coaching staff in, in, in the XFL. Actually, our our OC is fucking phenomenal. Well, you know I love Norman Chow because I'm a Titan and an SC yeah. guy. But, so, yeah, so, you know what? Let's get to know the team. I mean, we have we have months until the season starts, and, and let's get to know the team. So, I think we should start by talking about the, the players we know that are on the roster, which is – sorry, the, the people that we know – which is the coaching staff, um, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so uh, let's start with the, the head coach and the coordinator. So our head coach is Winston Moss, who, by the way, is an amazing person. He's an f- awesome, funny guy, great he's super personality. Funny, I mean, amazing, amazing guy. I mean, he, he's so open. He, like I said, he texted me the other day to see if we needed anything. A ton with, of personality, With the man. podcast and with the support group, if we needed any, any help, he was there to give it to us. Um, seems like a stand- I remember when I, I remember him as a player. And I remember him when he coached the Packers, and I remember when he got uh, let go from the Packers because of a tweet that he said that leadership wins championships. Yeah, and he didn't throw anybody under the bus per se. He didn't. None of the leadership. None of the leadership. Yeah, but he said we, you need leaders on teams to win, which I believe. So. Yeah, and he talked about, but the what got him fired was that he talked about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> He's that, like, you need a high, you, you, it, you can't talk about Aaron Rodgers in, in Green Bay and expect to keep it, the job. Yeah, dude, and again, like, I hate Green Bay. Sorry, if there's Green Bay fans out there, like, I want them to go away. Yeah. And the only thing that holds them together is Aaron Rodgers. So. Yeah, but they're never going to If go, you're they're, they're, the they're guy, the, yeah. The Packers are going to resurface. Never no, no, after, no. After Aaron Rodgers leaves, they're not going to resurface. Because they weren't, they weren't nobody before Brett Favre. Forever, they sure. were like. Besides, in the in the Super Bowl era, 
They weren't around forever. Well, as for Vince Lombardi, you mean? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Lombardi. Cause they are Lombardi t- sorry, sorry, Lombardi. Because they but, are title town. Exactly. But other than that, they haven't been, they weren't relevant, you know. Before the 80s Super Bowl, and 90s. Before the shit. Super Bowl era, they were it. Yeah, they and that's what Yankees. I'm saying. But like, yeah, he's uh, saying since the, when the Super Bowl era started up until Favre. Yeah, there's nothing. And then on top of that, you got to think with Favre and, and Aaron Rodgers, I'm going on a tangent, but they've only won. One each, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You're talking about okay. hella talent, but well, I'm not yeah, going there yet. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. about them. But, but Moss and you know, yeah. tweeting. I mean, he's a he's a. I think he's a stand-up guy. He's a great, great, great leader. Um, Imagine being able, being so good at your job that you get to coach in the NFL and not just coach, but be a head assistant, right? For and a long time. For too. a long time, and then because you say something that I don't know. It, it, it's not even that bad compared to what all these players are doing. Yeah, yeah. You lose your job and you get locked out of the NFL basically. And so now he's got to find a, another job and he's landed at a good spot. I mean, he's in LA from green Bay to LA is a big difference. <laughs> yeah. So welcome yeah. coach Moss. And, and, he, and he was handpicked too by the front office. There you go. Yeah. I mean, we got We got He's the GM as well. I mean, we got to have him on the podcast soon. Um, Cause I just want to ask him about his time at the U. I mean, he was the, he was at the U in the eighties. Yeah. 83 oh, to 86. Man. <laughs> it went down. <laughs> <laughs> he won a na- he's he's in the he's in the University of Miami Hall of Fame. He won a national championship with the U and then I think he took a share of one too. So one outright and one shared. Um spent 11 years in the NFL. He was with the Bucks. He's with your team with the Raiders too and yep. the Seahawks. Yep. And you know, he was just a and he's been a coach for so long and did a great job. I mean, I'm excited that he's our leader. And that he he sees fan engagement as vital for this league to succeed. He really does. He really does. We we met him, and right off the rip, he's like, "What's your guys' phone? Uh, take my phone number." And he's like, "If you guys need anything, hit hit, hit me up." Like, so. Oh man. He definitely wants to see the fan the fan base grow here in LA. He's he's very very very. He wants to be involved. That's awesome. Yeah. That's. I mean, we you know we can't wait for you to meet him because I'm pretty sure you get the same thing that we get. Just right off the bat, that he is a he's a really good leader. Uh, he's a really good guy, and he's just you know you could tell that he cares about the players. Positive vibes. Yeah, you can tell that he cares about the players. Hashtag positive vibes. So you know, <laughs> and you need that from your your head coach. Yo, he, he I'm not gonna put him on the spot, but he was just really we we met him at the post draft party, mm-hmm. and he was just. He was just having a good time. <laughs> he was let loose. If you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Somebody who, who I'm excited for, who who, who was uh, coached on a couple of my teams, he was a, a offensive coordinator for the Titans for he a while. He was, dude. It was uh, uh, Norm Chow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. He's a he's a popular. He's a famous name. People he, should know. He's him a big here. name, dude. He actually coached Miracosta a couple of years ago because you know he lives here in Manhattan Beach. Oh, okay. We're in Manhattan Beach currently right yes. now. We our studios in Manhattan yep. Beach. Yep. So we gotta have him on because it's right by his house. <laughs> we should have him on, man. He's a cool dude. I mean, he coached Steve Young at BYU. He coached Philip Rivers, of Carson Palmer, Matt Leiner. Well, yeah, he had that big run in USC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So he's an uh, he's very quarterback friendly, offensive guru like that. Um, so I think uh, as as of right now, our starting quarterback is uh, Perez. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, Perez takes advantage of that, creates good matchups. Um, you oh. know, I know he he's been out of coaching for a while, right? I think he's yeah, he's a little on the older side. But man, he looked he looked ready. He looked with it. He looked excited. Yeah, yeah. actually, when they said his, you know, when I read his age, and I remember meeting him, I was like, dang, he does not look that age. Not at all. Who Norm Chow? Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, like, you know, it brings good energy, kind of like a Pete Carroll kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine those two guys in the same room? Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, huh? And That'd then, be crazy. You know, and then on the other end, we got Coach Pepper Johnson. He's a defensive coordinator and a linebacker coach. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion with the Giants. You know, he played alongside of Lawrence Taylor, which is arguably the, the best the best defensive player of all time. I mean, just wait till Max Crosby. He four sacks today, but... <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, he, yeah, Bill Parcells, man, and Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells, 13 yeah. years in the NFL. Uh, he coached with the Patriots, won mm-hmm. three Super Bowls as a coach, two as a player. Yeah. Yeah. You can call him Pepper, though. Uh, you can call him Thomas or Pepper. I'm calling him Coach Johnson. Mr. Johnson. Yeah. Coach Mr. Johnson. Mr. Johnson, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coach J. <laughs> you know, and, hey, uh, Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> and then on, uh, on special teams, we have uh, – uh, Martin Bayless, mm-hmm. who was a former cornerback in safety, 13 seasons in the NFL, and he was also in the front office of the Bills. You don't make it 13 years in the NFL if you're not a good player. Dude, you don't make it 13 years in the NFL just if you're you, good. If you are a good player, <laughs> like, you gotta stay in there, yeah. man. Yeah, persistence. That's the thing about this uh, this coaching staff, man. They got like a lot of years in the NFL. Yeah, uh-huh. and I, I like how like he went right into an organization right after his playing time too. Like he wanted to work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like at a time when it wasn't that, I guess you could say at a time when it wasn't as publicized as it is today, like a lot of players try to go from playing to coaching now because it's good for their brand. Like it's popular because they see people doing it on the media all the time on, on TV all the time. So it's like a, it's like an automatic next step. But back then it wasn't an automatic next step. So like in, in around 2000. So it's good to see that, you know, he was able to step in and, and had a, a vision for what he wanted his life after football to look like. And he's still living it. So he's doing good. Yeah. Job. And in L.A. too. Yeah. In L.A. <laughs> can, can't get any better than that. Well, I was I was reading how Norman Chow, I guess he, you know, he didn't think about coming back into coaching. Um, I know, he again, he does some stuff for high schools, I think. Yeah, he he coached me Mar Costa here and yeah, Manhattan. doesn't one of his sons or something like that, son-in-law coach college or something. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then, so Norman and uh, Moss have never met each other up till now. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was like a like he brought in his boy. Yeah, he brought in his boy. So I hats off to the Wildcats for really trying to recruit somebody like Norman. Chow. And it's funny because they have they have like a little missing each other history with 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 coaching and, and player like the year after. Uh, Coach Moss left Miami when they were going on the run. Uh, BYU is the team that took him off of the, that beat him that year. So he was like a, a year removed, like seeing each other. You know, obviously one on the field yeah. and one in the coaching uh, and, and, and sidelines. But it seems like their careers have kind of like flirted before, and now yeah. that they're, they're together, I'm interested to see what happens. Okay. What years did he coach? Uh, times. Uh, Who Chow? Yeah. Two thousand six and seven. Yeah. The. Yeah. Was it? Was it so it was like right, right after that USC run. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it was right uh, after that USC yes. run. Oh, nice. Because uh, I was excited because Lindell White had gone to the Titans. And that's Lindell White's best two seasons. Oh, yeah. His first two that's seasons a big great. boy, man. Yeah, my, <laughs> shout out to Lindell, my boy. Dude, I used to um, uh, senior – his the year that we lost to Texas, I used to uh, oh, hang out God, and play uh, – I used to hang out with Lindell a lot. He was one of the nicest guys ever. Wasn't that 2006? Yeah. Dude, that was the 2005, 2006. I'm like yelling at my TV. He's yeah. running right every single time. Yeah. Oh, every yeah. single time. Well, you're talking about the championship? Yeah. Vince and, uh, and first of all, Lindell was killing him. Yeah. You know, pounding it. And then they just went all 
Reggie. Remember the the, the pitch back to nobody, Reggie? Uh, yeah. Was, hey, uh, actually, I know we already passed this, but uh, sports news also from LA. Uh, what's it called? Um, USC. They want to recruit that coach. What's his name? Ohio State. Oh, uh, oh, not Saban. Um, Urban. Urban Meyer. Myers, dude. Urban that's Myers. <laughs> yeah. That'd be a good. Pick Yo, up. if we pick it, they pick up Urban Myers. That's ridiculous. Urban Meyer, yeah, yeah, because that's a juggernaut. Like USC is a juggernaut when it comes to like recruiting. Yep. Immediate wow. Respectability, because they're losing all these players now to Washington. Yep. And yeah. Oregon. They can't do that. Anymore. Yeah. Oh, no, they're losing all these. I'm looking at all these players from these other uh, Pac-12 teams, and I'm like, dude, they stole them from your backyard. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't happen. Like, it's a scandal if that happens in Alabama. Like, a good player from Alabama goes and plays for another team. Yep. Or out of state. You know, maybe the whole, you know, Auburn against, uh, uh, you know, Bama whole thing. But definitely if you go somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, if, imagine if, 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 you know, the SEC starts losing to the, to the you know, the ACC. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that'll be the end of the world. Things, things would change. Yeah. Things yeah. would blow up real quick. Well, you know, coaching is very important, but you know what also is important for players is uh, that atmosphere in the stands. The fans. (laughs) (laughs) Bring the noise, Wildcats. (laughs) The den. That's that's what they were. Oh, the den? That's what they were trying to call, I guess, the The den. Instead of the dignity, it's the den. The den. Well, no, that's going to be, yeah, well, the, it's going to be the Wildcat Dan, the yeah. whole thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I know it's we have till February, but damn, I mean, these months are passing by quick. It's going to be February next thing you know. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be here before we know it. Wait, so just the timeline alone. So it's training camp starts, and it's two months. Oh, that's two months. Huh? Yeah. Is there preseason games? I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, if I was them. I would do it the you know how between the last game the conference finals and then the Super Bowl there's yeah. those two weeks oh, yeah. I would play preseason in between that right and have execs come out and watch <sighs> and be like this is what we're about this is our this is our uh, dress rehearsal that's not bad because so, everybody's looking for football that week it's and only the what is it called the the Pro Bowl yeah that's the only game that goes on that week right and they know yeah you can watch. that's true and Nobody like knows. half the guys are starting to drop out of that shit nowadays anyway yeah. So I'd rather do like a skills competition and see like, dude, I want to see Tyreek Hill versus like the next guy and see like who's the well, fastest player in the NFL. They usually have Senior Bowl run that time too, or don't mm-hmm. they? Like on the Saturday. Damn, that's not bad. They pro- or just have Saturday games. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Or like who has the biggest arm in the NFL and have quarterbacks just like chuck it <laughs> like a javelin throw but with stupid. a football. <laughs> <laughs> and they have like the, the obstacle course. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Is 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 there a is there a XFL show on the NFL Network? Chalk Talk XFL Chalk Talk. Is it really? Yeah, I think so. I'm just seeing uh, uh, Rocket Ross from our team, uh, a Wildcat, when the, our receiver. He put up a clip that they, they they're they're featuring him. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, so is the NFL on board with this? Because it seems like it, right? It has to be because they're okay. not trying to compete with them. This they're not time. trying to compete. Last time they did. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's a really good place for these guys to put. Like the game on tape, it's mm-hmm. ten weeks. It's talent, you know what I mean. It, it's um, it's professional, right? Professionally yeah. run, yeah. professional coaches. Yeah, and again, even for like uh, college players that may not, you know, be in the top draft, you know, class. Why, not, like you said, why not just go out there, give it a try? Yeah, you know what I mean. If if you get on, you can put good tape. Yeah, I mean the timing is right is before the NFL draft. Yeah, so you could technically, if you're if you feel like you're going to be a late round pick or not drafted at all, undrafted, 
why not go play in the XFL for a couple months, come out and build up your stock in the draft? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like that that's, makes sense. There will be those stories too, mm-hmm. I think, in, in the long run. That's why I think the NFL does want to be mixed. <laughs> that's great. I mean, I mean, I'm all for it. I think it's going to make the experience for the fan the better. I mean, if we have – if we already – like obviously we're doing this podcast for – for the Wildcats, but if we have something, you know, in the NFL Network where we can go and see these players, see, you know, film on these players that we we're basically looking on YouTube and looking online, if we have somewhere where we get to know, that's going to help build that star, star names that we talked about. Bro, that's football literally all year because technically football, well, yeah, the combine, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have – 80,000 mock drafts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, Rico, yeah. just Rico's alone right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm already mock drafting, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Never too early. Never too early. <laughs> they start making the mock drafts the second the draft is done for that year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mel Kuyper's <laughs> mock draft. And they're already, and it's funny because they already got like 4.0, 6.0, right. mock draft 6.0. Like, like, like Rico's legit one of those memes that says, you know, nobody, nobody. And then Rico. Mock draft. They are the draft and shit. Actually, what's funny, I actually called the Raiders one early that they were going to pick Cleveland Farrell. And then eventually, you know, he kind of fell off. And then when we drafted him, it was like, what? But Yeah. Yeah. Well, when when the season comes, man, you, you guys are going to have to join us in uh, – in section 122? Section 120. It's Danny's section. It's hard. That's north, yeah, north side of the field, yeah. I heard that's uh, where the party's at. Section 122 yeah. is going to be where the party's at. <laughs> yeah. It's Nobody's going to be sober. So we, we have an, <laughs> you know, we're leading a, we're, we're, we are leading a supporter group. It's going to be kind of a mix between, you know, NFL tailgate culture and uh, international soccer supporter group culture. But we're going to have a party nonstop in the stands, flags, drums, you know. We're going to start, we're going to start a tailgate and bring it to the, st- to the, to the field and if you can't stand with us the whole game for two hours uh definitely we're gonna have areas across so we're gonna have you know basically a second area for people that want to sit and that way it doesn't matter if you score north end or the south end we're gonna have people there you to jump in the field with you know to jump into the stands to celebrate with, with the players but it's gonna be something different because no other team is doing this yeah from what from what we were told right yeah from, from what we know. the front office i guess we're like the first one that actually oh dang yeah, yeah, we're the first fan group that met with the, the front office. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, we, I reached out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to start this. Yeah, and then, that's awesome. And then the, so the uh, Chargers uh, uh, tailgate guys picked up with us as well. It's funny because one of the guys that does Thunder Alley for the Chargers, he's cousins and Lars for the Galaxy. And uh, <laughs> we, we, but to be honest with you, you know, I know I'm a Galaxy fan, but we want to be right now, when it comes to other sports, we want to mm-hmm. be agnostic of who you support. So even if you're one of our rivals, <laughs> or, you know, in <laughs> one of the other groups, the 3252 or whatever, Clippers, it doesn't matter. When it comes to the Wildcats, we are together. So uh, there is none of that. We Checking our egos at the door, it's going to be one big party well, for the Wildcats. Well, you can't have an ego because this is like the only team from, like, like originated. Yeah. Made it originated. in L.A. You know, I think the only, comp, like, obviously there's, no, it's not even postseason basketball, but no, it's regular season basketball at that time and yeah. uh, spring, not even spring training yet. No, no. So that's the only show that's going on. Yeah, is is the NBA in LA? It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I mean, we're gonna make we're gonna we're gonna do a whole announcement with the name of the supporter group and and logo and everything. And you know, we we hope to bring you. We're gonna bring we're gonna be bringing you not only on on this podcast on Wild Talk, but uh, on uh, our YouTube channel, which is which is Wild Zone. Or on our socials, either IG or or on Twitter, we're gonna be bringing you more content. Uh, like we we definitely want to cover events like the, the helmet reveal. Mm. And that's um, gonna be dope, man. Oh my god, the helmet reveal! I just hope that it's black. Yeah, 
It's me too. Yeah, it's gonna be black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if they come out with some bullshit like like it's like uh, that orange or something like that. No. Well, you, well, you know what? I'm not gonna knock it till I see it. Yeah, because it, it might like, look dope with I, I, like I, I, all yeah, black yeah. jerseys yeah. and like the, the orange. Yeah, oh, that gonna, might look. Actually, if, even if they had an orange, it could be kind of Clemson. I, I would have. Well, because the orange is like burnt orange, you know. So right. That, yeah, and yeah. as long as it has that that shine, like the candy shine, yeah. not like a matte. Because it will go, right. and, and I would have that candy orange, like burnt orange, with the matte red or matte black. Mm-hmm. They're good colors with the silhouette of the city yes. in the back oh, of the helmet. Dude, yes. Um, so yeah, we're gonna have <laughs> like I mean, we already had our first giveaway. Uh, we I gave we gave away a T-shirt. We had really good uh, uh, interactions, and I also picked a uh, because I we did the, the giveaway on Veterans Day, or we started it. I picked a veteran at random, and, and oh, we're nice. sending him a T-shirt oh, nice. as well, and uh, hopefully get some more swag, and, and we're gonna send him some stuff. Uh, also, we're gonna we're gonna be doing a giveaway next week for people who already bought season tickets. Doesn't matter if you bought them in 122 in our section or 145 or. 129 or 118 or whatever it is if you have season tickets and you shows proof we're going to be doing a giveaway we're going to be giving away one of the hats that rico's wearing right now boom nice yeah Los Angeles. and depending Yo. you know <laughs> <The> birthday present <laughs> the, the more lit that people get on 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 the social media the more lit that people get uh you know sending us questions and just interacting with us uh, we might give away some big ticket items. I, I might, I might just give away season tickets. The whole what? season, the whole yeah. season. Yeah, I might. In just, our section, though, obviously, one yeah, too, obviously, obviously. So obviously. Be, they're gonna be drunk a I, lot. I, I five might, games. <laughs> I might mess around and give away some season tickets. So. What? Oh, man. Yeah. You're feeling cute, huh? I'm, yeah, uh, I, feeling cute. Might, might delete give away late. some season tickets. Today. <laughs> hey, hey, might delete later. <laughs> you know, I know you're saying that now, but it's Christmas time's coming around, dude. Yep. <laughs> that's yeah, that's when expenses get pretty. Well, good thing I had till February. That's true. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. Huh? yeah. But bet season tickets are hundred dollars, starting at hundred dollars for the whole season. Hundred dollars. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing about the XFL is they they want to make it affordable for you know uh, their supporters. You know. I don't want this to sound like an infomercial because we have in no way are are we are unofficial. We're not affiliated. We don't get we get no commission. Anything. This is us being they just passionate. Gave us, they just gave us free pizza and some warm ass soda. Oh, <laughs> oh, yours warm, was warm damn. Soda. Yours was warm. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it was like it was not. You know, it was like, like room temperature. Yeah, it was like room. T- <laughs> I like it's room like, temperature <laughs> soda. Or whatever. Yeah. The pizza was cool. I like French Brothers. So yeah, no, the pizza yeah. was cool. No way. You like room temperature soda? That's yeah. Oh man. Nah, dude. No, it depends on the soda though. It depends on the soda. Not Coca Cola. Coca Cola is dope when it's cold. Yeah, Coca Cola is the best when it's cold. And like Dr. Sprite, pepper, and Sprite, yeah. I could do. Um, in like Dr Pepper, I could do like room temperature. The rest, I need a cold. Oh man, yeah, can't do Dr Pepper. I mean, I've had like, uh, I guess I've had mixed drinks that weren't that cold, that weren't bad, but that's like mixed drinks. It can't be warm. Yeah. It has to be like colder than your mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, I was gonna say, isn't like Scotch and whiskey warm? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> scotch and whiskey <laughs> that's a strong drink <laughs> scotch and whiskey yeah uh, let me get a let me get a scotch and whiskey please <laughs> not scotch neat. and whiskey i'm just neat. saying like neat. scotch neat. or whiskey you know? let me get a scotch like, and whiskey neat oh man don't let them blend don't let them touch each other <laughs> so guys uh, we're, we're getting to the end of the the first podcast what do you guys think of the first podcast good hey, you know what we should give them a on a, on we a should ha- we should help out the Wildcats in this because I know when we had a meeting with them, they were saying, um, you know, when they posted that LAFC post, yeah, and I guess a bunch of. So what I did is I I told people straight up, hey guys, because a lot of Galaxy fans 
on, on my Galaxy uh, Twitter account were reading to, to, to not buy tickets. Uh, yeah. So the Galaxy, the LAFC actually tweeted, uh, uh, good luck to the Galaxy when we play Minnesota. People didn't see it, so I retweeted that so they could see that they actually are being an agnostic in the sense of they're wishing every LA team good luck. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they stayed out of the tráfico. So they, yeah, not, so, they stayed so, out of it. So backstory, cool. they put on their Instagram when LAFC was and playing, Twitter. yeah, Seattle. You know, hey, good luck, well, good luck, guys. Right, and actually, the the graphics are pretty dope too. Yeah, the graphics are good. And then the comment section was just like, "Well, I go play in their stadium, right. canceling my season tickets." And uh, you know, that's not what they were trying to do. They weren't trying to pick a side. They were just trying to be like, "We're for LA, yeah, we're for Kings, whatever, Dodgers." You know what I mean? And sure. They just kind of, I guess they did it a week too late. You know, they should have done it when it was. Everybody's bitter, you know. Every, yeah. All the Galaxy fans were bitter. Yeah, I mean, they it, just was, lost. it was a hard time. Yeah. It was a tough time, and you know, a lot, a lot of us did not see when they tweeted it and, and put it up for uh, against for us against Minnesota. But it's there. Yeah, I mean, the timestamp that's there. I mean, they they did, they did the same thing for us. So we shouldn't be bitter. I mean, it doesn't. This is a different sport, man. Like, like you know, we can. Uh, a lot of us are, are are rivals when it comes to soccer, and we like the Lakers, or we like the Kings, or Dodgers. So let's uh, let's learn to live together. Yeah, well, because again, this is like the first team that's from Los Angeles. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the soccer teams are from LA. Yeah, yeah, you're right, but yeah, but yeah, well, you're I mean, right. Yeah, you we know, she was two point oh, but <laughs> gotta represent LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. represent yeah. LA, always. Yeah, I, yeah, and it's they're playing in a good. I don't know. I, I like I like dignity. It's a good. It's, a good it's gonna be a great seat. Every seat's gonna be a great seat. It's a beautiful stadium. Great seat. Every seat. I mean, you're gonna have an experience like no other, uh, and that's where we're adding it to that with the fan, with the support group, with with. With everything we're doing and just how much fan interaction the coaches and the, and the front office is going to allow the, the fans to have, I think it's going to be a great experience. Yo, and on top of that, the the Wildcats are super. They're already like meeting with people that do huge tailgates. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're meeting with like big tailgaters, yeah. <laughs> and they are all about the tailgate culture. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, another person who's not here, but who. Definitely is one of the founders of, of, of a supporter group of this, even of Wild Talk. The idea of it, of the movement, is uh, Sam from uh, from Lars. He actually was supposed to meet us up today. He might, um, he, you know, him and his girl, they're, they're, they, they make murals. They're big artists. So the TIFO game will be there. Oh, nice. I was going to ask about that. I was going to be last week. We got banners, TIFOs. Like, what yep. are we doing? Yeah. We even, we even, you know what? I don't want to get, I don't want to, I don't want <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give away secrets, but we definitely have been kicking around, not, not necessarily just TIFOs for the games, but we're going to, we're going to, we're going to basically promote banners and stuff getting made and have dope ass artwork. So, uh, once we stop recording, I'll tell you the idea. But okay. I don't want to have some smoke, some smoke yeah. bomb. I don't want to put the <laughs> I don't want to put the car before the horse. But you know, it's uh, it is what it is. But yeah. So what you guys think about the podcast? The first one? Did you guys? No, this is good. I think you know one of of many, many future. Yeah, I like it. Um, obviously, we have a lot to work with, and then when we have guests, and we get closer to the season, the the team's gonna get solidified we're gonna be able to break down the position see what kind of talent we got and then when we get out there into the training camps yep. dude it's gonna be we're gonna come back with so many uh, notes and... i'm gonna come with some wraparound glasses <laughs> <laughs> the clipboard yeah. the whistle. <laughs> whistle. he's gonna he's gonna, whistle. He's gonna be <laughs> not gonna let me in dude he, like get he, the fucking out of here he's, dude. he's gonna be putting like he's gonna be putting his Covering his lips every time he talks. Uh, right? <laughs> That's how we should do the podcast. Like I'm that. walking around with headphones and shit. <laughs> but uh, you know, so uh, 
follow us at Wild Talk underscore LA on Instagram and Twitter. Wild Talk underscore LA. Definitely tweet us questions for the podcast. Well, um, you know, in the next upcoming podcasts, we're gonna you know be test- testing out you know reading questions or voicemails or maybe even taking calls. Oh, nice. um, we're definitely gonna do some live live when it gets closer to the season. Definitely do some live shows. Um, Give it, give the fans a chance to interact with us. Just like the Wildcats, we're going to be super fan friendly, and we're going to interact with everybody. We're going to uh, not only have guests that are that are coaches and players, but also super fans. Um, and we're going to have viewing parties too, right? Yeah, for we're the away gonna have, games. We're going to have viewing parties. If we don't go to the away, or even if we go to the away games, we're going to have viewing parties for everybody. So definitely. So uh, yeah, I mean, so what are you guys' socials for people to follow you guys? Uh, well, you can follow me on Twitter at Gabe underscore Montoya thirteen. Uh, mostly do most what was it 13 for him? <laughs> 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 nah, that was my number playing in college. So, uh, yeah. Where'd you play in college? At CSUN. Oh, yeah, soccer, yeah, yeah soccer. Oh, well, yeah. Your still so, yeah, they can follow. I do most of my damage on Twitter. So, at Gabe underscore Montoya 13. I love Twitter, yeah. Uh, Chris Rico LA, yeah, Chris Rico LA, and uh, or Chris, Chris Ricola, <laughs> Chris Ricola. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it kind of uh, looks like that more. I'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, and Wild Talk on a Scar LA, I run that one. Or, or these guys will, you know, also uh, we'll, we'll have takeovers or, or we'll let these guys tweet as well uh, when, when we're at events and everything. So um, definitely hit us up on our socials. And uh, we're going to be coming up with a weekly podcast. So um, right now um, we're looking to drop midweek. But um, once it levels out, probably after episode three or four, we're going to have uh, we're gonna be dropping the same day, pretty much. You know, mm-hmm. probably and then we're try to post, drop on Tuesday. Post game reports, right? Yeah. So, so before the season starts, we're gonna just we're gonna record Sundays, try to drop Tuesdays, and uh, once the season starts, we're gonna have a a, a a shorter condensed version during the week, and uh, probably maybe even a live. Not sure yet. We're, we're still uh, working out the kinks. Uh, I'm gonna have a a a uh, um after basically game post game show. Um, that if we're sober, yeah, <laughs> that show will be more or not. <laughs> yeah, that show will be more, uh, you know, less like the fun stuff, more completely game analysis. Uh, so uh, and maybe take some player calls, some 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 fan calls. Now, where where, where will they find this? Uh, they'll be able to find uh, the podcast, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and anywhere else you find uh, podcasts. Also, we'll put the links up on our socials, mm-hmm. and um, we'll be putting videos of the podcast on our our YouTube channel, Wild Zone. Wow. Wow. Wild talk. Wild talk. Wild talk. It's funny. It actually sounds like uh, wild talk could be like a dirty day. Wild talk. (laughs) Everybody, welcome to the stage. Wild talk. (laughs) Sounds like a Playboy show. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Yo, it's funny because if people don't know about the Wildcats, you're like, wild talk. What are you guys talking about? Some wild shit. (laughs) We're going to have all these one time listeners. They're like, I thought you guys would talk some wild shit. Right. Well, sounds interesting. I might subscribe to this and they hear football. They're like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> some recklessly spe- speculating <laughs> football. I probably shouldn't have uh, people in lingerie on the cover of the podcast art. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's man. good. Yeah, you don't want to have me on there, dude. <laughs> I'm not easy it's, in the eyes. It's just, a, it's just a football in a bottle of lube. <laughs> <laughs> wild talk. Wild talk. <laughs> There's so many scenarios you can do with that. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut it off there. I'm sorry. All right, guys. So um, I know Rico loves when I say this. Peace. No, we're not ending with that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Rawr.